1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard as we get set for some midweek fixtures. Ange Postacoglu will clock up 100 games in charge of Celtic tomorrow and says it's not up to him whether he reaches another 100. Antonio Cholak's hoping to rediscover his goal-scoring touch between now and the end of the season. And Motherwell boss Stuart Kettlewell is the manager of the month for February. I'm Gordon Duncan and joining me tonight you have Gordon DL and Mark Wilson. A big card ahead tomorrow Glasgow v Edinburgh Ange Postacoglu saying it's not up to him If he reaches another 100 Well I can assure you It will be up to him The way he's going The way his team are performing You cannot see them letting up Even tomorrow against a heart side Who pose danger And Rangers at Easter Road Always an intriguing fixture Looking forward to those games And of course we've got Still lots of talking points From the weekend Which on the paper looks a routine weekend But you can pick any VR decision you like out of them Lots of talking points Yeah, football uh, excitement just coming thick and fast, Gordon After a weekend we look at the fixtures tomorrow night A couple of crackers in there Big ones especially as well for Livy, Dundee United Livy in a poor run, Jim Goodwin Minogue in there trying to save Dundee United And then we look forward to the Scottish Cup of the weekend Plenty of talking points I think you two are spoiled rotten It's Tuesday night to state the obvious Not only... Do you have the weekend's talking points to round off? You've got those big fixtures tomorrow night as well. Yeah, well, Straight usually we, we get the hardest shift on a Tuesday mm, coming in because you've sure. assessed yeah, the weekend so. and it's a long time to go. How does We've that be Wednesday? Wednesday's a graveyard shift. Wednesday's terrible. <laughs> yeah. Who do you see? Nonsense. On the Wednesday. We don't it's listen. Brilliant. <laughs> oh, right in the bath. Listen to whoever's on. Who is on? Jim. Jim and Marv. Tomorrow, yeah. Yeah, I look it? forward to that. Um, no, I, I, That's good. I, you, you two get the listeners up for tomorrow. That's I, great. I, I'm with Mark. Uh, no, against Mark. I think Tuesday night's a good night. You know, you follow Hannah and uh, Halliday. So it's a good night to have. And Thursday's my, my favourite. Yeah, that's great. Right, 01419511025. That is the number you need. So come on then. What is on your mind tonight? It's almost like a, it's a plea from me. The more you call in, the less I need to speak to these two. So just. Doing me a favour Basically I don't know if that Incentivises you or not But that's That's the way I see it Please give me a call If you can 01419511025 And let us all know What is on your mind I was about to wax lyrical As well about Two Well a couple of Brilliant fixtures Down the, the league Scottish League 1 tonight I don't know if you know this Dunfermline against Falkirk Mark Wilson Yeah A crowd of over 9,000 there In mm. League 1 In Scotland Unbelievable And I was also about to add on to that A top of the table clash Between Dumbarton and Stirling Albion That's just been postponed has Due it? to a frozen pitch oh, Well that is devastating But look you're right to highlight Dunfermline v Falkirk We all know the rivalries there And the fan base that these clubs carry When they're in the Premier League Or when they were in the Premier League But look Big pat in the back for the supporters there Because shows are two huge clubs And I'm not having a go at our clubs here in the Premiership But You know our, Some of your clubs would, would Bite off your hand For crowds like that So I hope it's a good one Hope it's entertaining For those 9,000 fans Going along In a freezing cold night 1025 What's hanging over From the weekend What are you thinking Ahead of tomorrow Celtic fans Ange Postacoglu Is set to rack up 100 games In charge of the club 
You don't usually need a second invitation To come on and praise the job that he's doing So how would you sum it up? How would you sum up that 100 games in charge? Will he be here for the next 100? That's what he's been speaking about Today so what do you think Celtic fans Right now uh, Rangers fans What about tomorrow night specifically uh, I know I'll, I'll still even though it was a win At the weekend a lot's been said It seems like you weren't all delighted um, About certain elements of the Performance there's the overall hangover From that cup final uh, Defeat to Celtic at Hamden Antonio Cholak we're going to hear from him I wonder is, is, is he now all of us Is he back in the driving seat Is he back the favourite to sort of lead the line In that fixture tomorrow this is episode 147 of the Cholak or Morelos uh, debate. Tony, it, Tony it Cholak. Tony. Um, didn't he see that nickname yeah, coming? You know, he got a lot of praise at the weekend. So Alfredo Morelos didn't play, so I wonder is he, is he now back in the driving seat to lead the line uh, tomorrow? So it popped up on my social media earlier, actually. Is it not two years today since Rangers won the title? So I wonder if that's quite a quite a, an easy sort of chapter for you to then... Assess where you are now then Because that's what the, the theme's been in the last week or so Hasn't it, you know Where are we, where are we And should we have strengthened And are we not as close to Celtic as we should be You know, these are the types of questions Your Rangers fans have been asking So it's exactly two years on uh, From winning the league Does that bring it all into sharp focus Or has some of it been over-exaggerated uh, In the last week Stuart Kettlewell's manager of the month If that tickles your fancy uh, Whatever you've got 0141 Two, five. You alright? You seem down tonight I feel like you're distracted already And it's only no, ten past six No I'm, I'm, I'm worried about you I'm listening um, I was waiting for you to Maybe bring me in I feel starved of conversation But I'm just looking forward To the topic tonight wow. I'm talking about You know Midweek Tomorrow night I think we'll First fee, third Second fee, fourth Dundee United Looking for a result and you love mo- You love motorways So it's like Is that like the M8 oh, uh, Derby oh yeah, yeah. Times two Yeah exactly yeah. And then Then big games at the weekend And especially for my old club uh, Wraith Rovers Going along to Ibrox. Um I'll be looking forward to that one Should have sent you To that Why? It's freezing mate I don't go to cold games <laughs> <laughs> Telly for me Right, 01419511025 Let's hear from Ange Postacoglu Celtic fans, you can kick us off tonight He's going to be in charge for his 100th game already In charge of Celtic He says it's not up to him Whether he reaches another 100 uh, And he's going to get that milestone In that game we've been referencing at home to Hearts I guess uh, 100 games is uh, is fairly significant uh, Would have been pretty long odds when I took the job That I'd reach it So... Uh, I guess that's something. No, mate, I, I, I haven't taken a job and thought I wasn't going to do well. So, um, you know, I think, and, and I've said a few times that, you know, that's the responsibility you have being at this football club, you know, uh, is you understand that, you know, success, um, tangible success in terms of trophies is an expectation. You know, what we've achieved in you know, close to just over 18 months or 20 months, whatever it is, um, has been probably the most pleasing part that, you know, we're, we're really well down the track in terms of playing the kind of football and being the kind of football team I want us to be, and which is great, which means that I can keep accelerating this and, and, and sort of make us a more compelling football team. So that's that's where I get probably the most sort of satisfaction, not that you disregard the, you know, the success or the trophies, because like I said, they're, they're, they're the key part, key cornerstone for any manager, um, you know, at any football club, particularly this one, but... I think the kind of football we played has been probably the thing that has uh, sort of pleased me the most. So his biggest achievement, Mark, is sort of the style, if you like, 
I'm paraphrasing but that was kind of what he was on yeah, there yeah. do you how would you sum up what do you think is the biggest achievement in those 100, 100 uh, games yeah the style I think tops the list of, of course the obvious thing is trophies you need to win trophies to survive at a club like Celtic and he's done that but he's implemented a style that's lasted I quite like that point there where he says he realises that he can keep accelerating this you know he doesn't have to put the brakes on take a moment and think mm, we've got this a bit wrong here Let's rip that side of it up And we'll form something else That might be successful It is successful Domestically anyway Very successful Three trophies in 18 months Good chance of adding the Scottish Cup this year To that European football Would probably be where he's sitting down in the summer And thinking right How can we really fine tune this To make it better at both ends But apart from that I mean You, f- you find it hard to pick any faults in him And that's tough because I think even when Brendan Rodgers was here and Martin O'Neill was here and he found games that you could pick faults in. Brendan Rodgers maybe overplayed a wee bit too much successful. Martin O'Neill maybe direct but he, he spent big money on players and you expect that. Very little you can pick for Ange Postecoglou. Let's bring in Davy and Hardgate and see what he thinks. Davy, how would you sum it up? 100 games tomorrow? Yeah, I think just echoing what's been said as well that he's, he's been fantastic. He's been a, a breath of fresh air. Um, both with his style and his, his interviews, I think. Um, but I think ultimately he's going to end up being remembered for the manager that turned Rangers into a cup team. I don't know what the panel think of that. Well, I don't. I, I don't think he's going to be remembered for that. I think he's got to be remembered for a lot of things from the Celtic supporters. Uh, Mark touched on different things there. His style. Um, winning trophies which is all goes hand in hand but for me I think the busy, biggest success for him and for any manager nowadays is recruitment I think his recruitment yeah, has been absolutely dynamite he's brought in players that from a market we didn't know anything about he knew everything about them he trusted them to hit the ground running in the Scottish game because it is difficult coming into another country and playing our type of football it's a lot quicker a lot more physical these guys have just hit the ground running they've been brilliant and the style then goes hand in hand that leads to winning trophies so for me I think his highest compliment I can give him I think mm. he's recruiting Do you think he's recruiting I don't know the answer to this Recruiting those players By himself Individually Most think, of them You Most think so? Them. Oh 100% I mean that takes something If it is, if that is true And I've no reason to believe it isn't That your day to day Running the club And you know Setting your plan For the next game ahead It'll be a combination well, I think yeah. the Japanese based players Is obvious oh. It's ones he's seen up close And personal You'd have to Look Celtic's Although he's got control Celtic's still a big Footballing mm. operation There'll still be A network of scouts Analysts who you know, fit a cer- if you're looking at a player fit a certain profile, you know, Haxabanovic or, or whatever it may be, it will still be somewhat of a team effort. But, but clearly the Japanese players are... But, but I think when... I, I totally agree, Gordon. I don't think when he came into Celtic that he knew Matt O'Reilly's uh, career inside exactly. out. But what I will say is, I think when he sits down with his team and he gives a lot of credit to his team, mm. he will be the one that makes that big decision. There's a lot of clubs... The manager doesn't mm. Head coach or whatever you want to call him You know the the sporting director Sometimes brings in one or two players And, and hands them over and says Right on you go Get them fitted into the system Get them fitted into the team Postacoglu will have identified players And he will be the guy That gets the main save for me Do you remember 
when he was appointed Davey what did you think back then because Ange Postacoglu brings it up I would as well if I was him I'd bring it up constantly you know people maybe didn't expect him to last 100 games how did you feel about the appointment at the time Sorry I lost you there for a second Sorry I was thinking Think back to when he was appointed How did you feel about it then? Yeah, I've got family in Australia So we've done a wee bit of kind of research uh, Along that uh, lines And um, and so so I suppose we were optimistic um, and, and had a bit of faith in the club That they'd done their, uh, done their due diligence um, So uh, But again you don't know what you're getting But I agree with the guys You know his, his recruitment's been spot on uh, He's obviously got a clear Idea of what he wants to do, and uh, he's 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 really cementing his kind of legacy uh, as each trophy passes. I don't know, Mark. Maybe there's a, eventually that stuff wears off. I don't I don't know, but certainly for now we're only well we're a hundred games in, just over a year and a half or whatever. A lot of it does still seem to be for Ange Postecoglou against the backdrop of. Criticism before he'd even got here And that, look Davey, Davey's luck, lucky If you like or fortunate Davey had the, the Australian connection I don't think it's a big secret There were a lot of Pundits that were outspoken And, and doubted Ange Postacoglu And there were a lot of Celtic fans as well Who yeah. thought well, what's, I'm not, you know, not sure about this He shut a lot of people up Well I think that's what drove The club and him on In the early stages of his reign I think coming into the club there were there was that backdrop that even the fans weren't happy at the place the club were in uh, because of what happened the season before. We quite clearly saw that outside Celtic Park. In some occasions, he was an unknown. Um, Davy must be one of the few that that maybe knew him or heard of him because there wasn't a lot. Even though people then jump on the bandwagon and say, "Oh no, no, I knew him. I'm, I'm a student of the game." Mm, I doubt that the guy to the left of me is the exception because he Thank you, he played no, well. Whoa, 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 whoa. Mm-hmm. Let's backtrack a bit It took you months to remember That you'd played with Ange Postacoglu <laughs> was, in Australia I was being kind Because he's a bit down Let's hear what he had to say on, on the issue of whether He will be here for another 100 games Well it's not up to myself It isn't Because no manager Lives in isolation We all have You know We all work with people um, We all have Organisations we work for So it's never uh, There's no manager that will sit, sit down And say well I will be here it's not our decision sometimes, mate. So um, that's why I consistently have always said that I don't think about those kind of things. What I think about is my responsibility at the moment. My responsibility at the moment is to produce, you know, a football team that this uh, that brings success to this football club and that the fans can be proud of. And beyond that, um, anything that that happens is is kind of irrelevant to what's most important. Can you see it, Davey? Game number 200, will we be having that discussion on the show? Yeah, I think we hope so. Um, you never know. You never know. Um, we, kinda, we know that through ben, the Brendan Rodgers scenario, but um, we'll just wait and see. We'll enjoy it uh, as it comes. I think he's got more to do up here. Um, I think the league's uh, pretty much in the bag. I think even some of the Rangers players and the manager are kind of giving up on that and and putting all their eggs in the next basket uh, with the Scottish Cup like I say I think that they're, they're, they've actually kind of conceded themselves a bit that they're a, a cup team at the moment and, and uh, that's providing they can actually maybe win a cup at some point Thank you to Davey 01419511025 it's a good time to call we'll get you on next You the voice of Scottish football. Call 0141 951 1025.
Clyde One Super Scoreboard Gordon DL is here Mark Wilson's alongside him And you can get in touch on 01419511025 John in the East End is on How's it going John? I know bad Gordon um, How's yourself Gordon and Mark? All good Can't good. complain I'm still convinced that, he, that you're a bit down I must admit But we'll get out of you by the end of the show um, John <laughs> what's your point tonight? Um, it's actually it's, it's kind of like a question And it's uh, there's, there's probably not even a definitive answer To this question right So just bear with me See since Posta Coglu has came in right He's obviously turned Celtic around Became this great team, great going forward, ticking all the right boxes and stuff like that. My question to you guys is see if we'd have brought him in earlier, do you think we would have got 10? I love these hypotheticals. <sighs> Good luck. Mm. Go on, Mark. Well, how, I don't know, is the answer. <laughs> how can, how can Thanks, you answer John. that? Cheers, John. Like the style of football and the transformation that Postacoglu brought in such a short period of time obviously has to be admired and his recruitment. But bear in mind uh, that that squad at the start of that season were completely different. Players were under contract. I think Celtic would have wanted to keep some of those players. I think the fans certainly wanted to keep some of those players that were underperforming that season. And it was just the club was in just a totally different place. So hmm. a very difficult one. If he's talking about style and the way the manager runs the club, then you can see why people think that that would be an easy. Assumption to make That would be easy But How can you Definitively tell John I take it you think The answer is yes I mean is that why Is that why you've Called up uh, uh, Yeah I suppose it's, it's easy for me To sit back and say I, I of course We would have done it But it's, I know it's And I know it's purely Hypothetical as well But it's just with the, It's just this a complete Turnaround What we had Going into the Going into the, the Last season When we were going for 10 Right we went and we had great expectations. We thought we just had to turn up. And it obviously went downhill rapidly. Not only did we go downhill rapidly, but obviously Rangers went up as well at the same time. And it kind of worked in that sense. I'm not, I'm not saying we the Rangers won the league because Celtic were rotten. But it certainly helped. But what I'm saying is, had we, had we just had the vision back then, to make the turnaround, to make the changes that was required. You've seen it since Postacoglu's came in. The whole ethic of Celtic has changed. The way he's got the fans right behind them, everything has changed. And I just wish that Celtic had had, had the bottle to make that decision mm. earlier. I suppose. Because remember way back in January yeah. that Lennon, it was, it was, everybody could see it, a blind man could see it. That Lennon's future was never going to happen with Celtic. So I just wish they had done something then. What do you I think? think? Let me put it to Gordon. That's, uh, uh, that's like saying if you kept Steven Gerrard, could they win the league again? You know what I mean? And rather than have Van Bronckhorst. Um, you can't answer that question. You can, and I, I, I don't think you can take any away from Rangers that year, that season. Uh, defensively, they were very good. Steven Gerrard. You know, went out there and won the important games, won the games. Yes, Hans Postacoglu has been brilliant and nobody said any different in here, but it's just one of the questions. You'll never be able to answer. You, you, you can't, you've not got a crystal ball to answer that. I suppose that the, if we were to simplify it, 
if you think that the answer is yes, then that sort of puts most of the blame at the previous manager's door. But if you acknowledge that actually the club wasn't in a good place there and there were players that had come to the end of their cycle and there were players whose contractual situation wasn't ideal uh, and, and that all fed into it, then even the Ange magic that he's managed to bring since taking over might, yeah. you know, it, always, I'm always a bit wary of that phrase, blessing in disguise, as if like failures can, can be a good thing. But when he came in at a point where they had no choice the full place is cleared out yeah. you've got that blank slate your captain's gone your most expensive yeah. assets are gone and you need to you need well, to clean there was up no, basically there was no grey areas for Ange when he came in there was no you know I know Edward was still there and, and, and we question marks it but those decisions I felt were already made those those players were all going to leave the club and he had a clean slate to get on with things Peter Lawwell had moved on so it was a fresh slate in that regard in terms of recruitment maybe have came a wee bit easier than let's say if Peter was there because Peter had a huge influence in recruitment over the years and deals sometimes didn't get done quick enough and I think Ange benefited from that from his first couple of windows that he worked well behind the scenes with the chief exec I know the chief exec left but the new chief exec and things were, were smooth so very difficult to say I think the players in that squad back at the start of the 10 in a row campaign were let's be honest worse than what mm. Andrew's got just now I think the players just now I think I think some of them and look you're right Gordon if you're going to agree with that statement of John you're basically having a go at Neil Lennon now Neil Lennon come in for a bit of criticism but I've got to say that year with the players and everything I thought a few of the players through the Neil Lennon under the bus and I think Neil reacted to it being a Celtic man being the, the great Celtic man that he is let's not forget he was a brilliant servant to the club won trophies as a manager as a player as well I think that's a very unfair question I know what John's saying because the, the sort I think of we can take it in the right yeah, spirit though, the sir. excitement the excitement that Celtic fans have got just now under Ange Postacoglu it must be great if you're a Celtic fan going alone to watch that attacking football and goals and the, the players that they've got the squad that they've got when they make say three four subs all of a sudden it gets better again it never dips below a standard so yeah I think I think Ange Postacoglu has been absolutely brilliant for Celtic no doubt will he be here for another hundred John? I certainly hope so. I don't see why no. Um, like like you said right at the start, he said it's no up to him. Uh, I think it is. I think if he wants to stay, Celtic fans are quite happily to keep him. I, d- I do take his point, Mark. And if you were Ange Postecoglou, you'd say the same because football is just utterly mad. But it would need to be a real extreme branch oh, of mad yeah. for this to yeah. to unravel in in that. Sp- Space of time I would have to take Exceptional from, from, circumstances from the, the club's point of view I mean Just because Where the club was When he t- took over uh, The connection he, he rebuilt With the fans I think Davey said before His press conferences The way he speaks He really resonates With the Celtic fans And you t- At this minute You just can't see Anything breaking down In that relationship Um So I would have to take A run of drastic results And you just can't see That happen Because Whatever he's good at off the pitch and in his interviews and all the right words he chooses to say to get the Celtic fans behind him, he backs it up mm. with his style and the performances on the pitch. John, to throw another 
Verging on pointless hypothetical Back at you then Since you've got us in a muddle How does he compare to the other Celtic managers That you've lived through? Um, Brendan Rodgers was obviously a you could kind of put, I would kind of put him in that kind of bracket Obviously Martin O'Neill as well But Yeah he's, uh, uh, That's kind of probably That kind of era um, since uh, the turn of the century into the, when Martin O'Neill came in and changed the way Celtic went about things and stuff like that he, he brought a breath of fresh air to the club and then Brendan Rodgers followed it up and now Andrew's doing I would say he's doing exactly the same Connect seems to be as strong as I, I mean I've, you know, it's different I've not lived through the emotion of it like you or John have Mark but feels like the Oh, I don't know, certainly in my time on this show or whatever, my time doing this job, keeping a, a closer eye on things, it feels like the connection is about as strong as as I can remember between yeah. the fan base. And I the would agree with that. I mean, going back to when I was younger, Tommy Burns had a special True. relationship um, and played some great football and didn't get probably the results because they were up against a, a very strong Rangers team. Martin O'Neill in that early period, good connection. But I don't know, I'm with you. There's just something, something special that's going on at Celtic at the minute. Um, and even the stadium I, I, I sometimes compare it to when I was there The stadium, the colour, the atmosphere It is all ticking along in the right direction And it's it's proven to be a special time Whether he backs it up with the amount of trophies That Brendan Rodgers had in his time Well time will tell But you wouldn't bet against it Yeah I think I think the What's getting the Celtic fans is the style of football I really do um, he's, he's changed the full style of football for Celtic for me you get back to the managers that you guys were talking about I went up against guys like Martin O'Neill and I I thought Martin O'Neill was absolutely brilliant I really did I thought he just handled his cell magnificently as a Celtic football manager really did but Postacoglu's come in and a very difficult match right a very difficult time and you're right I think a lot of people sat there and said this guy won't last to Christmas uh, we didn't know him We didn't give him a chance We judged him very early Didn't bring in his own staff And we're thinking Nah, this is not going to happen This is a bad choice Look 22 months is it? Celtic fans absolutely love him Will he be here for another 100 games? I think the way he's going It'll certainly be his choice But the way he's going He's certainly going to have a lot of admirers, Gordon mm, 01419511025 Thank you to John in the East End Other names are available But John, number two is on from East Kilbride Take it away, John Hi, lads How's it going? Uh, I'm a Celtic supporter But this is a generic question, really mm-hmm. And I was watching this at game, And uh, when they get their penalty Now at 10 uh, one, Approximately 1 minute 45 seconds for them to call in VAR, uh, not make a decision, just to look at it. Uh, what would have happened if Celtic uh, would have went up and scored? A legitimate goal, would that have been chopped off because it was brought back for the penalty? And how would fans react to that? And is there a case for maybe saying they should have 30 seconds to call VAR? They can take longer to look at it, but to make a call, they're going to be looking at VAR. Yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, it has to come back, Mark, as far as I can yeah. gather. I can't think of any reason why why that wouldn't be the case. As for how would the fans react, <laughs> um, not well would be my nah, guess. Good. <laughs> the phone lines would be busy here, but I guess the answer is, John, that it would come back. I mean, it was extraordinary. 
the length of time that the ball stayed mm. in play. I mean, watching it, I was, <laughs> I was thinking, what's what's happened here? Then forgetting that the ball hadn't went out of play. So, can we? It's an odd one. Can we console ourselves with the fact that the reason that we don't have any examples is because it would be extremely rare. I mean, we've not had it yet. I, I can't think of. I mean, over the World Cup, English Premier League. Look, it certainly happened, but not. It doesn't seem that likely. Uh, Gordon and, and I take John's point But where you, where you would run into difficulty then Is if you If the other team is about to score mm-hmm. Then you would kind of have to let that You'd have to let that take place Because you couldn't stop them scoring To then pull it back for a review That didn't lead to anything if, Does that make sense? Yeah, Am yeah, I getting myself you would, cause you, you would cause yourself more problems Of course you would um, I totally understand Sometimes VAR frustrates people The amount of time it takes Or whatever it is And Mark's saying they're about the ball Going out of the pitch uh, what I do agree with is um, Only in my opinion I thought it was a penalty kick I thought they called it right um, I thought it was a penalty to St Man. Um But I don't know I don't think you could do right You know a 30 second time after it Because you're right going Because I went up the park and scored a goal And and the VAR could have looked at that And said it wasn't a penalty kick And then and the, gauge, the other goal should have stood And then yeah, you've got yeah, a new so problem, problem. <laughs> We have got enough issues <laughs> Without inventing problems John That could have yeah. happened I mean there's so many talking points over the weekend And in that game alone That I think we could do with <laughs> Saying what if Celtic John scored. I'd uh, love to say that cleared it up for you No? No I think it will happen <laughs> I think that's, that's the problem It didn't happen in this occasion mm-hmm. But sooner or later It's going to happen And I think uh, You know to, to wait I can't understand why uh, You'd wait one hour uh, One minute 45 seconds before you can look at that and say No, that, is, that should be looked at Whether it's a penalty or not But as we said This is all hypothetical But what if What if the other What if you stop that What if what if you stop the game When the other team's about to go and score You pull it back And then you find out That the initial VAR check Didn't come to anything You've then robbed The other team of the chance to score Haven't you? Yes, it's going to be a problem That's my point mm. It's going to be a problem I just hope John's right I hope John's wrong Sorry When he says It will happen I think that you know, I've been to these VAR briefings Where they sort of Run you through And show you examples And look It's, it's definitely happened yeah. um, I, I'm not it, it does seem like It would be pretty rare But Let's hope That we manage to avoid that one Because That'll be a full week's worth Of calls Especially about Celtic Rangers I just searched out of curiosity VAR chaos strikes after Dutch referee gives penalty After opponents Feyenoord have scored There you are So it's a, there's a Dutch example um, what, would, who, what would be the Who would be the Dutch Hugh Keevans Who'd have to answer that on the <laughs> On the Monday night I wonder mm. no? Can you imagine him mm. um, Anyway John overall though You're pretty happy with The victory in the end Albeit and amongst all the drama I, I was very uh, complaining about the penalty. I accepted sure. it probably was a penalty. Just the wait. But it was just the, the potential hazard of the VAR decision uh, at taking so long. I can't understand how somebody's sitting at a monitor and it takes them one minute, 45 seconds before they contact the referee and saying, listen, you should look at this because this is potentially or could be a penalty. Well, I, I guess there's that, but then there's also the opportunity to stop the game. As well, isn't it? Rather than yeah, not you know because we don't hear the communications. I'm not sure it's taken the VAR a minute forty five to come. No, up no, with it's that. just the opportunity uh, for the ball um, to go play. I mean, uh, look, if you haven't got anybody here, probably the referee on the pitch for not seeing it. 
you know, and you, you could say, oh, he's yeah. maybe blocked her. But I thought he had quite a good view of that one, he actually. He did have a good view. And uh, watching it on the TV, I thought instantly, that's a penalty kick. Without seeing the rerun or anything like that. And I was surprised that it just went on. I thought, well, he's got away with one there. So if we're having to go to anyone, the official should spot that right away. Mm, thank you to John 01419511025. Rest assured, John, if it happens, I'll be phoning in sick on the Monday. Uh, and I'll let these two, <laughs> these two deal with it all week uh, Right, we're going to get some more travel Then back to your calls What are you thinking? If you want to keep that theme going uh, Please do Rangers fans, what about you? We're going to hear from Antonio Cholak Is he the man to lead the line tomorrow? Is he now all of a sudden gone back into first place After uh, that praise from Michael Beale over the weekend? And since everyone's having these big wide-ranging discussions About where teams are at and how much progress is or isn't being made I noticed two years today since you won the league does that feed into that big discussion you're having about lack of progress or do you think some of the negativity over the last couple of weeks has been over the top you decide 01419511025 and we'll try and get you on next 01419511025 this is Scottish football's league leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here it's 01419511025 it's Twitter at Clyde SSB I like to think that we Provide a public service here as well There was one of the callers who phoned in Spoke to the producer um, Not had the chance to to get round to that call yet on air And he said I'm really looking forward to tonight I'm going to Dumbarton still in Albion mm-hmm. He said don't Don't bother sure. it's Turn round mate Turn round He's in cinema. the train station Was he? Ready to go <sighs> I shouldn't have told him just let him go down to the <laughs> rock <laughs> Not much a crown still on uh, mate Poor cut To see the, the Mark Wilson lounge at the Rock Oh that's right yeah, The Barton clear. legend oh, I've yeah. never been back Since I left Half time, time, that. I, I Half would time have thought draw. I would have been invited yeah. but Half yeah. time draw uh-huh. I'm, I'm rooting for Sterling When that fixture comes round I'm and Falkirk tonight 9,000 in League 1 Outstanding uh, Right 01419511025 On the phones At Clyde SSB On Twitter As well So please do get in touch I said before You're just doing me a turn The more I get to speak to you The less I need to speak to these two And everyone is Happy. Let's hear a bit from Antonio Cholak. He was the man on Rangers media duty ahead of tomorrow night. So Rangers fans, what are you thinking? He was really singled out deliberately uh, for praise by Michael Beale at the weekend. Are you reading much into that? It's a big game away at Easter Road. Is that still one that Alfredo Morelos plays, or can you maybe see a bit of a, a bit of a change there? And since the theme of the last couple of weeks has been, you know, where are you? What's the progress like? Who's to blame what, what's happening overall Banners at stadiums And grumbling Even though it was a 3-1 victory At the weekend And Michael Beale Talking about progress And that sort of thing How, how are you feeling? I noticed it's two years on uh, Since winning the league today So I wonder what you What you think um, About the bigger picture as well But let's hear from Antonio Cholak Whilst you get your calls in Of course um, It's uh, really confident with that I know how fast it can go So um, Yeah it was now, yeah, as you know, a period where I was out a little bit. Then you have to fight back, and uh, I think uh, through this you you learn a lot of things for yourself, and uh, also working wise. And now with the with the new staff and uh, with the team, how we want to play, and um, how things can getting better. So um, I think with uh, my quality I bring, then um, individually I can uh, again uh, go back on this uh, yeah scoring track and uh, to score a lot of goals. 
Yeah, he certainly came in for a bit of praise after a game from the Rangers manager. Um, he was involved in a lot of things. It was a big opportunity for him, Gordon. I think he'd be disappointed he never scored. Um, but it's up to him now to keep that that number nine spot. Um, you know, if he if he can add some goals, which he's certainly got the ability to do, into the all round performance, because I think everybody they, when they compare him and Morelos, they'll say Morelos is a better link up player. Back to goal is better. I do agree with that. But if he can start linking that in, and the manager said they're working very hard with him, set up Sakala's goal at the weekend as well. I see him playing tomorrow night. I really do. do. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think the manager will come out and give you that much praise. And I think it'd be a very difficult one to leave him out at Easter Road. I think he'll play. Do you? Mm, not so sure. I'm not so sure. I get what Daz is saying. The praise after the game. That seemed a, a bit excessive for me. I, I thought he'd done okay in the game. Um, I think he's a good penalty box striker. Does he contribute enough as a number nine outside the box? I'm not so sure, but nor does Morelos at the minute. I get Daz's point. Morelos was a good back-to-goal striker and, and got you up the pitch. I'm not so sure he does that job. So well, We're quite fickle, aren't we, right? Because at the start of the season, so Cholak had 14 goals by the end of October. Yeah. And people were saying, that's brilliant. But you know, you know, he needs to add a bit more sort of thing. And then at the weekend, Michael Beale praises him for the kind of all-round game um, set-ups of Cal. And I was at the press conference yesterday and a lot of the focus was like, you know, do you think you can get back amongst the goals? Um, if, you're doing, yeah. if you're doing both of those things at all times, you're either going to be a player of the year contender or you'll be snapped up by... I think I, th- else, I, th- yeah. I, th- I think if I was Cholak Who's obviously been frustrated Sitting there on the bench Waiting for his opportunity And you come off your pitch at the weekend Yes you've not scored You're centre forward you're, you're, you're judged in goals mainly But if you come off that pitch And you hear what the manager's saying about you And then three days later Whatever it may be Four days later he leaves you out the next game. I think I'd be a bit disappointed. Really though, yeah, but I really would. But there's got to be a difference between getting praise. He's not come out and said this guy's nailed on to stay in my team. It's just a bit of praise. No, but, isn't but, it? but he, he highlighted the all-round game. He highlighted that they've been working with them in the training ground. Uh, he highlighted Tim especially. Now, is it a case of? A bit of man management thinking I'll give him all the praise in the world Because I'm really going to let him down on Wednesday night I'm not going to play him at Easter Road So I may as well smooth it over just now Maybe that's maybe Michael Beale's thinking But let me tell you now If I'm listening to that manager Saying that about me And I think I've played well And I've, I've created a couple of chances And a goal for Sakala I'm looking to play on Wednesday night No doubt did it see at the weekend? Did he mention he'd been working on his fitness? Did I hear that correctly? I think Michael Beale said that. Right. Okay. So, but he, why he was out for a long time and yeah. never really got back in for a run in the team? Maybe it's that sort of so, thing. So, like I was, at, we were both asked a number of weeks ago now, probably seven, eight weeks ago, who would play Morelos or Cholak? I think you said Morelos, and it ended up being Morelos. But mm. I, I said Cholak just because of that start that you. Came up with there, Gordon. Start of the season, the goals he scored and the the nature of those goals. I thought he was a stick on to be Rangers out and out number nine this season. I thought Morelos' head was going. To be fair to Morelos, he came back and he shows in patches here and there. But I think you need more consistency. So I just wonder, when I mention his fitness and they've been working hard to get him up to speed, if that will make him creep into be the number one choice. But I don't know, it's a big game. You remember the game back in August at Easter Road. Yeah. 
Two each Two men sent off for Rangers Last minute equaliser for Hibs They know the level opposition they're up against It's going to be tough It's going to be frantic The only thing I will I'll back you up in the argument Because Morelos is a centre forward And that's says you're judging scoring goals Morelos scored the goal in the cup final You know he was left out to the weekend against Comano But he still scored the goal in the cup final Although didn't contribute a lot Let's be honest about it but I just think that with the praise that Cholak come in for, I think I think he might get the nod tomorrow night. Mm, interesting. All right, I think that's already that time of the evening. Always a quick show on a Tuesday night when you two are talking nonsense. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun for the best football news and opinion online. Thescottishsun.co.uk/slash/football. Come on then, beat the pundit time A convincing one for Andy Halliday last night But let's see how it goes this evening It's much easier on a Tuesday, honestly 01419511025 You come on, you take on Mark Wilson or Gordon DL And if you win, you get a signed ball And the ultimate set of bragging rights Do not pass up the opportunity Lines close at 7 Tackle the headlines 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here at 0141-951-1025 Or it's Twitter at Clyde SSB If you're just joining us, I don't know where you've been But I'll forgive you We've been hearing from lots of Celtic fans on Ange Postacoglu's 100th game tomorrow uh, He's been saying that if it's, it won't be up to him if he reaches another 100 But you tend to, to disagree, full of praise for him uh, Why not get in touch if you want to keep that theme going You can look ahead to tomorrow's games of course on that theme Rangers fans we heard from Antonio Cholak and he's hoping to lead the line. He's hoping to get back in amongst the goals. Is that the way you see it? Is he, you know, is kind of chopping and changing earlier in the season? Is he in the box seat for that? Or is it still Alfredo Morelos? And two years today, I think someone tweeted me earlier uh, about Rangers winning the league. How does that how does that make you feel when you consider all the, the debate and discussion that's been had in the last couple of weeks about progress or lack of progress or, or where you're at and that type of thing? Pick up the phone right now, please. 0141-951-1025 And we'll speak to you straight after we do this. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish slash football. Thought Halliday got off to a ropey start last night. What was the score? He got none of the first two questions. First one was like easy him. as well, and then he won six two. A bit of a letdown, I must admit. A bit of a letdown. I, I, producer Chris, get the research done. I think that's quite a long winning streak for the pundits, is it not? Aye. Yeah, I'm buzzing. Aye, no. We've not even gone to a tiebreaker in a while. Nah. I feel like we had a little run of those. Anyway, James is a St Mirren fan from Paisley. How's it going, James? Yeah, good, mate. How are you? Not too bad at all. Are you over the weekend yet? Are you over <laughs> Sunday? Nah, it was painful, to be honest. It was going all right up until the red card, of course. I, was, we, I thought we played well in the first half But obviously you've, When you've got 10 men against Celtic Like mm. First up You kind of got a feel for Charles Dunn don't you I mean I know there's mm. like People sort of want to argue about Whether it's in or out the box or whatever But I mean, Even though it's supposed to be black and white um, But like literally no complaints about the ready There was never It's just one of those Rush of blood Those little passes back It's just unfortunate for him He's let in one of the deadly strikers And Automatic reaction Pull him back Anyway What are you up to tonight James I'm nice and nosy What are you getting anything on Anything exciting uh, I'm sitting in the car Outside Topgolf Where uh, <laughs> we're, going, we're, we're playing at Half seven Just sitting in the car By the way It's very good isn't it Remember we went The three of us Oh, Hold on a minute Who's we Are there a full car there 
Uh, not a full car, but it's, uh, it's me, Campbell, Tam, and Kieran. What do you mean, full car? There you go. A minibus. A minibus. four seats taken. There's a spare seat in the middle in the back. I don't think that counts, right? Anyway, James and his gang are up against Get them on loudspeaker. They must be. Take any one of you. on loudspeaker. Playing the four of them. Good, right? But you need to give me the answers, James, right? Let's not turn this into a Is that the rules? I don't know. None of them shout. We tam None of them wanted to play So that's why I phoned ah, in I see you're the only one That's brave enough James That's why uh, You know like you know, the, the official competitions In the morning If we've got like You know whatever, All, all, the, all the ones that, All, all the, the ones that have got All the money at stake I mean we've only got A signed ball But producer Chris mm. is, He's given me a, He's given me any No it's the same rule he, I think yeah. Is it? Don't want off Oh clean up Chris would you? Case. I know Well to be fair You can't have James Walking into Bay 242 at Top Golf Just holding up his phone And Andy can answer Do you know what I mean We can't I'll be listening out them. for Jimmy Anyway heads it's Mark Tails It is Gordon DL It's you Tails right. I, I'm Come genuinely on, worried About you tonight you Come look, on You're down He's drained It's almost like He had bad news Before he came on Oh I'm drained <laughs> Come mm. on, let's take one of these four <laughs> stooges at top goal. Right, I'm going to give Gordon some clay too to listen to James. If you can, give make sure it's you that gives me the answer. All right, they can whisper it to you. <laughs> right, not good man. Thirty seconds. Answer as many as you can and pass if you don't know. Okay. Yeah. Good man. Go. Time starts now. Redvan Yilmaz joined Rangers from which Turkish team? Eh, uh, Galatasaray. Right? Who's got a better win percentage, a Celtic manager Postecoglou or Rogers? And Postcoglu Who was named Scottish Premiership Manager of the Month For February Stuart Kettlewell How many teams left In the Scottish Cup Quarter Finals Are from the Premiership Six Motherwell Sean Goss Has been called up today To which national team Northern Ireland Who became Liverpool's Record Premier League Goal scorer on Sunday Mohamed Salah Okay okay James did your pals Contribute at all there no, they are quietly <laughs> hopeless compared to you, right? Let's bring back Gordon DL. Oh, you'll be raging. How? Could you hear any of that? Obviously not. No. James oh. hardly get any, and it was all his mates that I were shouting. Tom and all that are shouting. <sighs> Incredible. Are uh, you ready? Aye. Right, thirty seconds. Same set of questions. Ridvan Yilmaz joined Rangers from which Turkish team? Uh, I'd pass. <laughs> Who's got a better win percentage? A Celtic manager, Postecoglou or Rogers? Uh, Rogers. Who was named Scottish Premiership Manager of the Gentleville. Month for February? How many teams left in the Scottish Cup quarter finals are from the Premiership? Um, four. Motherwell's Sean Goss has been called up today to which national team? Ireland. <laughs> who, who became Liverpool's record Premier League goal scorer on Salah. Sunday? Which Scottish Premiership stadium has the smallest capacity? The Scottish Premiership stadium. Uh, that'll be Ross County. That whole trick. No, it's Livingston, isn't it? <laughs> Repeat the question. I buy myself time. Repeat the question back. Is <laughs> Ross County alone? The thing is, that's a man that's done that before yeah, in his life. Uh, oh, where have I been? Um, um, I was at Top Golf <laughs> with James <laughs> and Tam. Tam and all that. Tam's in the car. Anyway, right, uh, James. How do you think it went? Uh, no bad to say. I think mm, it's I think it's pretty close. Ridvan Yilmaz joined Rangers from which Turkish team? Be honest, you knew that, but be, you bottled be, the, the I, pronunciation. I know, I, Beskis Is it Beskis Oh what is it Help him Besiktas I mean don't get me wrong I don't think that's how you say it either But you, you get the You get oh, the you say it. Uh, So nil nil None of you got it Ange Postacoglu Or Brendan Rogers. You went Rogers, didn't you Yeah You're wrong It's Ange Postacoglu 73.7 to 69.8 That's not a good start James and the Tam got it Yeah uh, Stuart Kettlewell Manager of the month Both got that 
Fair play to you Four teams left In the Scottish Cup Are from the Premiership So we are level I think you know I can't give you Just Ireland I don't know Because there's obviously A distinction there Hi You've just hedged your bets And hoping it's one of them I'm accepting it Whereas James and the gang said Northern Ireland They were specific Yes So you're not getting that I would have said Republic of Ireland If I wanted to go the other one I'm that not sure. is ridiculous I'm not I'm not playing I, again I, I, I will I, never play again I, I can't help but think Super Scoreboard Might not be the platform For this debate <laughs> no. Quite frankly um, but They four stooges Are sitting in that Nah car. you're not getting that I'm sorry You're not getting that <laughs> No way No chance um, Who became Liverpool's Record Premier League scorer Mohamed Salah You both got it Which means you need this To equalise Because they didn't get To this oh, question Oh no Which Premiership Stadium Has the smallest capacity I'm going to do something I never do here, just at the interest. Right. I'll give you the chance to swap it. Do you want to swap oh, it? No, no, Stick no. Deal or no, no deal. I am sticking with Ross County. I'm all in. I'm sticking with County. Good decision. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, the four stingies. Let's go here. Uh, right, James. By the way, I, I want Ireland. No, no chance. I'm oh, sorry. That's no. ridiculous. No, right, James. Here's the deal. I will do. Th- I just said we hadn't been to the, the tiebreaker yeah. either. Um, I'm going to give you the question. I'll get Gordon to write down his answer and you can then give me your attempt, okay? Yeah, happy that. Let's go. How many times have Hearts, Hibs and Aberdeen lost a Scottish Cup final combined? Gordon Dale, write it down. How many times have Hearts, Hibs and Aberdeen <laughs> lost Scottish Cup final combined? Good luck. Let me see it. Okay, what are you going for, James? Hurry up! Uh, Hurry up! <laughs> 27 oh. Say the guys oh. What have you gone for? 24 oh. The answer Please let me do these four Is 30 yeah. Guys at top golf yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh you got a puncture <laughs> <laughs> What to do guys Right see at about 20 past 8 If you just look to them 74 Wait for the blue Nissan passing And just slice as many big high balls <laughs> Off to the right as you can Sound like they don't play golf at all. You, how do you sound just, like you, you play can, golf? You can listen to me tap in the background, right? He's a wee one, isn't he? He's a wee one. He's a wee oh, T boy. Wee tap. <laughs> right, Tom, get to the bar. Four anyway. diet cokes. We're trying to lose a bit of weight. James, I've got no idea what he's on about. So I've turned his mic off. Enjoy top golf. We'll send your ball out in due course. Good man. Cheers. I appreciate it, boys. Well done, James. Cheers, That's a good night, that. Beat the pundit uh, and off to top golf. By the way, I'm, I'm not happy with the Ireland thing. That's ridiculous. Don't that's, make me have this debate on the show, right? It's just not. That's, that's, nah, I don't think it's a. It's not the great. By the way, Postacoglu, I thought it was a trick question. I did. That many, was a tough one, though. Many did Brendan Rodgers have? I don't think it's a trick either way. There's only Good like three, four percent in it. Oh, I think Brendan Rodgers must, must be more. He's been there longer, won every single game. Let's <laughs> <laughs> not get into percentages. I feel like once a month I have to explain to you no. how percentages work I still work. believe it's Brendan Rodgers It is irrelevant how long they've been there That's the point of percentage What about the wee dingwall one? I thought <laughs> he's just He's the question there I feel, I feel robbed tonight I really do 30 Again them. I thought they were hard The questions have definitely went up a notch since Ah because he doesn't know anything about football mm. He's more wrestling I think in four, oh, four each is a perfectly He'll come out with a cricket question no, that, that means that the level was great for me aye, 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 It was good It was a good battle 
I, th- I thought I could have more. Done. You've let the pundits down. Do you know something? Down. I'm feeling a wee bit down the Jaded. Aye. I had a batter day four. Easy. <laughs> They've been a 6-4 victory. I'm feeling a bit disappointed myself. I've just rounded off a bad, bad day for me. What is it? What is on your mind? Do you, uh, you want to share it with us? I'm uh, here for you. Mark's here for you. The full nation. I'm, I'm lowering a snake's belly now, especially after losing the tiebreaker. I'm just... Lower than a snake's belly How was your weekend? You were off to the Camby Talbot You were oh, dishing out the medals yeah. Fantastic Great to see the smile On the wee boys' faces When I walked in They realised it Who's was he? a superstar oh, <laughs> Selfie Can I get a selfie? I don't know if you know this story Tell me <laughs> Tell me about your outfit Oh I get dressed Do you wear a suit? No, no, no Worse uh, Worse than that Worse than that Only happened to me I turned up with I, I thought I put Blue trousers on. I turned up with black trousers on. Wear blue outfit. And it just, I did not. Know what he blamed uh, on? He says he's he's lighting in his spare room. bedroom that uh, he couldn't see properly. So it was only. And I was in a bit of a rush. That the one with the red lights. So. Yeah, I was in a bit of a rush. <laughs> and I was in a bit of a rush. And when I got there, no. And then when I walked in, I seen the light. I thought, oh no. And I could hear, I could hear the whispers. You know the kids laughing. Yeah, uh, the whispers in the background. Look at <laughs> I could stay, stay <laughs> this old guy. <laughs> Is he? <laughs> He's presenting where, your medal, son. Where have they dragged this one up from? Did any of them know you? Oh, every single person in there. I was <laughs> couldn't I get out. They set the file on him off. It's a true story. Oh, I, I thought, I'm, not, I'm not getting out of here tonight, so I just got to be done on the fire alarm. Right, anyway, 01419511025. What's on your mind tonight? We've either it's the perfect middle ground for these two. If there's things you want to round off from the weekend, you can do. But we're also looking ahead. Three massive fixtures that honestly, Celtic Hearts is just always blockbuster, it feels like. Hibs Rangers is not far behind. Um, and perhaps even a in some people's mind would be every bit as dramatic. And for, yeah, it would be this season, wouldn't it? Because two, yeah, two, three, two. What was it? Two two at Easter Road and a three yeah, yeah. two. Remember, just the first game after the World Cup. So Michael Beale's first Michael game. Michael first game. Yeah, yeah. And I'll tell you what, Dundee United they could be doing with a, an improved defensive performance. Lovey are on a horrible run as well just now. But but it's a ground you 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 really don't want to go to when Livingston aren't producing the goods because you know that we Dave Martindale will get them up for a game. You're going there desperate for three points on that pitch as well. I think that'll be a... And you've just come off uh, the Aberdeen game, which was a big letdown for them. I think that's a big test for Dundee. Speaking United. about David Martindale, I know we shouldn't have condoned it, but how funny was that at the weekend? <laughs> when <laughs> I saw you. the pictures, I know we were chatting about it, but mm. seeing the pictures, oh, only Scottish football. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> And his press conference Just one minute added on <laughs> <him>. <laughs> <laughs> Just one minute yeah. Do you know the thing that, that swung it for me When I, I thought I'm not sure if I'm buying the excuse Because if I was going to make the If you were going to I can't believe I'm about to get into the uh, The, the one minute the, the biomechanics of this If you were going to pretend and make a joke about the one minute Was there any need to stick the thumb out at the side? <laughs> You know the way that you do I think the thumb needed to come out I, I think Americans do <laughs> that more Don't they They'll No that's out the side. like a young team thing A young team That was brilliant When he says I, I, probably should, I probably shouldn't have done no, no I definitely shouldn't have done it He caught himself just in time Amazing Stephen is a Celtic fan on the line How's it going Stephen? How you doing guys you alright? Yeah good how are you? I know bad Good man what's your it's point tonight? Talk, it's just to talk about Um 
Leela Bada. I think it's time for that guy to get a good run of maybe five or six games uh, since the league's pretty much wrapped up. I understand. Now, if you ask me my team with that Rangers game, I would have went with Maida because he's World Cup form and he was the form player. But I don't know how many times this young player has to come off the bench and prove that he deserves a place in the team. And I'm quite surprised he's not had as many games. I mean, he's got... He's got 10, 10 goals and four assists this season. That's Ryan Kent, right? And Sakala have five goals and three goals. This is a bit part player, and he's got more goals than they two, so that tells you about our strength and depth. I just wish he would get a, a good run in the team. I don't know what the guys think about that. Yeah, I, I think I'm consistent on here when I say about Abada and how I feel for him sometimes. I suppose it's part of being at a, a club like Celtic when there's genuine competition for your place. You know, the, the manager has got so many options in that position that he can rely on that that's why Abada's suffered. But I'm with Stephen here. When you look at his stats since he came in, he scores in his debut um, in the European game at Celtic Park and then he just keeps going. You know, assists, goals. It can be... Inconsistent at times when he's on the ball running at defenders, but name me a winger that isn't. But you cannot argue with the contribution he's made at the top end of the pitch where it matters most. So I think he could feel hard done by. But again, I, I like the way that Ange Postacoglu answered the question at the weekend that what do you think he's going to do? Sulk when he's at a big club like Celtic and throw his toys at the pram? Of course not. One thing you've got to say about the lad is when he sits on the bench, he realises if he's getting 30 minutes or 10 minutes, he has to make a contribution. He often does. Yeah, he's a young player. Uh, still learning his trade. He's a terrific talent. Let's not be kidded here. His return of goals always makes an impact when he comes on. It's just a difficult one for a Celtic manager because I know you rotate your squads. Um, he makes every one of them feel part of the squad. But if he's playing in the big games just now, just now, in his opinion mm. and probably mine's, your front three is Maeda, Jota and Kyogo. I think that's what you would do. But Abada, I think, next season again, when he starts, you know, another season under his belt, I just think the boy will get better and better. I think he's got so much to offer. This is where Ange Postacoglu, in, in, in case anyone was in any doubt that Ange Postacoglu knew more about picking a team than I do, um, I, I've got this thing, Mark, where... I probably put too much emphasis on it. I think people acknowledge that um, Maeda's better with a lot of space to run into. And I feel like they're, you know, they're talk about Hamden last week. I think he's always going to play those mm-hmm. games. And I know it's not as black and white as this. I just always expect it to be more of an. When you know when you go to St. Mirren and it's tighter and it, and it feels it feels like that, that does suit Abada better. And it, it certainly looked that way the second half. Yeah. Um, but, you know, like I say, maybe that's, maybe that's been too. Uh, too sort of black and white about it. So I'm sure someone is going to tell me there's a kind of tight, stuffy away game where Maeda was great. Like I'm, I'm sure they will. Yeah, but yeah, no, I totally agree with you. I mean, there's so many games. Because he's I obviously think... better. He is better at running onto the ball than he is. Yeah, yeah. With that, it, is that yeah, fair? Yeah, that that's totally fair. Um, but there are so many of the the lineups that Postecoglou picks. I think right, this is the day that he will pick a Bada and he'll have Jota off the left, and the balance is good, and he'll have Kyogo through the minute, and he opts for Maeda, and that's not to say Maeda. In my opinion, is a bad player. I just see the contribution that Abada continuously makes, and he's twenty-one years old. 
21 years old You look at his stats Last year In terms of goal return And assists You match mm-hmm. it with this year And he's so you He's would, coming off the you bench would, a lot You would flip it You would say that Maeda's the one That's coming off the bench Abad is the starter And the mm-hmm. strongest three Is that what you're saying? You'd flip it over Because um, Obviously, but, uh, look at, uh, but, but it's horses for courses, you know. That's if you're coming against, uh, if you're coming up against Rangers and you want to think about the opposition as well, then of course you put Lee Maeda off the left. He stops Tavernier. He restricts his movement. That's simple. Mm-hmm. But against then St Mirren, why would you not play a badder off the off the wing? No, what no, what I think damaged him a wee bit. The game against Real Madrid. Remember, he goes through early on, gets the the nod to play, goes through early on. Looked like he had no belief And he was taken off shortly after And that maybe went against him But he's a terrific young player Any doubts at all? I mean it's It's the third best team In the country Stephen Does that Is it tricky Or is the Celtic Park factor Just mean it's It's full confidence at all times? I'm very confident I just think it'll be business as usual Don't get me wrong I think the cup game will be harder Because it's away Away mm-hmm. for him And it's obviously a A one-off game But I think The more I I'm I'm expecting a three or four nothing. So um, um and as you were asking about Ange Postacoglu, I've said many times on here I'm thirty four so I'm and I've never seen such attacking good football. It's what that guy gives us. So he he's my favourite manager of all time, to be honest. Hi praise. Thank you to Stephen 01419511025. We're gonna to speak to Andy. I love the teaser we've got for you tonight. Love it, honestly. Mark and I might, Mark and I might not no, love it. Really, really good. I'm up for this teaser tonight. I think it'll be. He needs picked up. up, Gordon. Only looking for four answers. Oh, that that tells you how good the question answer. is. Well, I gave you four and beat the bundle, and it still wasn't a good one. <laughs> really <laughs> looking forward to this question. I'll give you it next. Taking your calls on Scottish football. 0141-951-1025. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are about to tackle a full-time teaser. They're about to speak to Andy on the line. And we've got various other things happening as well. So strap in for a busy end to the show, you two. I'm really looking forward to hearing the reports from Dunfermline Falkirk tonight. Mm. I, you know, I remember going to work at one of those fixtures years ago. I remember the infamous day with, um, was it Sammy the Tammy? And he came out in his cardboard ah, tank. <clears throat> and he got in all sorts of trouble. Yeah, the cardboard tank. Have seen this, no? No. It was years ago when he started, yeah, he like, started pretending to, to shoot, shoot the away fans. We obviously shouldn't like do that. that. Uh-huh. Um, but... Uh, it's pretty funny In fact why can't we It was, it was, it was humorous But anyway 9,000 plus At a League One game Angus sent me a message He's off to even bribed His partner Jocelyn To go with him Since they can get a wee chippy At South Queensferry on the way That sounds up That's Ooh, up your nice, street isn't it? it Perfect That's the sort of thing Good, good stadium to play in 9,000 League One Unbelievable uh, uh, Where isn't is it? it Is it It's in Dunfermline Dunfermline Good stadium to play in <laughs> You'd <laughs> say the same If it was Falkirk as no, well I've, No I've not played in Falkirk Stadium I've only managed there But Dunfermline Stadium East End Park mm. I played there 15,000 Great atmosphere Honestly Brilliant And it's a nice nice pitch Good night for a game of football I mean you say like It's a nice The pitch Won't be the same From when you played on it Yeah it will Bowling green <laughs> you know I mean oh, He always says that Have you noticed that <laughs> He'll talk about green. some random stadium That he played in In the uh, early 90s It's different <laughs> Anyway. It's a different game nowadays. Right here's your, here's your teaser tonight right. Before we, we speak to the guys On the phone There's a couple of calls waiting But I love this question Honestly I've been I've been excited about this all day Which maybe says more about How empty my life is um, than, than anything else But The question for you Is There are four Former Old firm players Who are the top All time English Premier League scorer For their club The four No 
I'm going to try and give you a bit of thought, right? Don't just shout loads of names at me because you oh. always you're bad for that. I said don't shout loads of names. No, at no. Me. Can you repeat just, the question? I'm going to. So a bit like you know, like the Mo Salah question that popped up one. on on beat the pundit. There, mm-hmm. there are four former Old Firm players who are the top all-time English Premier League scorer for a club. James Beattie for Southampton. No, but James Beattie for somebody. No. Oh right, okay. Brilliant <laughs> question, isn't it? Hold on a minute. But you've got. But why Jim... have you been thinking of James Beatty there? Because that m- because, must be because he must have been up there. Is don't care if he's up there. He's not the right That's answer. A good question. So bearing in mind, the team doesn't need to still be in English Premier League. Obviously. Oh, is that a wee clue? Well, look, it's just obvious. I'm just saying, like, it's just Dion Dublin. For Coventry, yes, Mark Wilson. Oh, oh, I like yeah. your style. Like so we're looking oh. for three more. Your man in right now. Do you think he got nah, more than Thierry Henry? Nah, nah. Maybe come Crystal on, Palace. behave. Come no. On. No. Right, man. Okay, leave it there. We'll leave it there. Good question, though, isn't nah, it? I, I told one. you. Brilliant. One down, I, three to get. That's really give me the wee pick up that you spark, needed tonight. That I needed. Uh, Andy's on the line as a Rangers fan. What is on your mind tonight, Andy? Hi, how you doing, guys? Uh, good, good. I was just watching the other one talking about, you know, it's going to be uh, cool like Alfredo. Mm-hmm. Uh, the way he's talking, I think he's going to play Kolak. But my point was, see when Alfredo scored against Celtic and then he took him off, I was really disappointed. You know the, how happy he can be, and I don't really blame him in that situation. You know what I mean? I think he should really kept him on. But uh, by, look, by the way he's talking, I think he's going to play Kolak. Yeah, what I, what I will say is, I've totally given up on this notion that people used to buy into, like, well, if Cholak's you know, he did the pre-match press mm. conference He'll probably play I've seen so many examples Where that isn't Necessarily the case But um, He has been Talked up By the manager It's very easy to keep Getting caught up in the In the Morelos Thing isn't it See what see what he did When he came off Is, Was it that big a deal Really You know Did he care if a striker's a bit I'd have done the same myself Yeah, yeah so that, that, It's not a big a deal is it No he scored a goal uh, He's brought him back in Now The argument's there that he didn't contribute a lot And Michael Beale wanted to change up But I always say that If you've just scored a goal in the cup final Nine, ten minutes later you're getting subbed I'd be the most disappointed mm. guy in the world It didn't matter how I was playing Because I was now thinking Well, if another chance falls to me in the box Who's Rangers' best opportunity In the cup final If there's a chance going to fall in the box Do you want mm. it either Morelis or Cholak? Now he brought Cholak on to Morelis off I'd have probably kept the two on because they're chasing the cup, they're chasing the game. But I'm I'm not buying that he's left out the team because of he walks off and no, I don't necessarily think Andy, and Andy was saying that. But mm. would that be the right call for you, Andy? Then tomorrow, what Cholak yeah. to play? Yeah. Well, no, I'm to be honest. We have a still stuck with Alvy. Right. Okay. I mean, I know a lot of uh, fans don't like him, and I know he's happy, but. As I said, I was really disappointed to them all, but as Gordon said, and I think he quite agreed with me, that if you score a, a goal and a final, you keep that player on, because he's on a high then. He's going to score more goals. Mm. And then doesn't play the next game, Mark, but this is why when it's a small sample like this, you don't. is, is that just the one rotation? You know, Is it just giving Cholak a chance, or is that... You know, is that the start of something that you can only really find that out in time, I suppose? Yeah, yeah probably tomorrow. Um, I think that'll tell us the story of what Michael Beale's thinking. If it was just a, a wee bit of time at the team for Morelos and Cholak had to get game time in a home game against Kilmarnock, I think we all admitted that on the face of it, it looked 
one of the easier fixtures Rangers could have got maybe be that but I'm not too sure about the Morelos thing I know he scores a goal in the cup final but you know I felt him six yards out he puts it in for a, for a set piece apart from that didn't contribute anything so Michael Beale recognised that during the game you must get the confidence Mark yeah, you've, you've not had a boost. good game you've had a, a bit of confidence booster you've got the team back into the game let's be honest 2-1 although Celtic won the game come from, I'm never saying it was in doubt but you've got them back in surely that gives you a bit of but it's not a bigger picture that Michael Beale was mm. thinking of that trying to get up the pitch and trying to Put a different threat to Carter Vickers and Starfelt yeah. that Morelos had sixty odd minutes. Let's not ar- argue too much about a substitution um, ten days ago or whatever it was. But I know it is feeding into the current picture. Which to to look forward a bit, Andy. This whole Morelos contract situation. Do Rangers want to keep him? Does he want to stay? Can that change either way, depending on? How he does between now and the end of the season Do you do you feel like Behind the scenes is, or Do you think Rangers mind is made up either way Do you think his mind is made up either way Do you think that things can still change Well It's a hard question I think that it's like a 50-50 You know I mean how if he wants to stay And Rangers are quite Okay you get your act together Get back to what you were Yeah fine or if he just says no I've had enough I'm going to leave, you know what I mean? So it's like a 50 50 with Morelos now, I'm not too sure. <laughs> Do you see what I mean, the Mark? Like, in the sense, Michael Beale said last week about, you know, no one's been offered a contract. Mm-hmm. So is it still, is it really up in there in the sense, right? Let's see Trolak scores tomorrow, eh, plays tomorrow, and scores a couple. He'll keep his, he's keep his place in the team, right, for the next game or a couple of games. I'm not saying you're never going to see Alfredo Morelos again, but believe it or not, only 11 league games left So I just Is there still time For him to Really play his way Into Rangers thoughts Is there still time For him to really play his way Out of Rangers thoughts Or do you think It's kind of They know already Morelos You're talking mm-hmm. about here um, I think there'll be A long way down the line To know already Because You're right There's only A, a handful of league games left I mean what 11 you, is more than a handful uh, Just wh- to be pedantic What but. are you going to Learn in those 11 games That you haven't learned in, mm. in years gone by You know his temperament You know what he gives you On his game he, He'll give you goals And he'll get you up the pitch But Is he on his game enough? Is he Is he past his best Recent per- What about recency bias though? You know if he properly finishes Banging form I often, listen, it, it often does work It does work in players' favours It just depends what kind of character Michael Beale is Michael Beale strikes me as somebody that looks at The bigger picture, not just Recent events And if he really wants to evolve This Rangers team Or revamp it, using his words Then I think his mind will be made mm. up in Morelos I think if he was going to be offered a contract It would have been done by now But I did say that about Golton last year And, and look how wrong I was in that one Um I think by the the start of April though, if nothing's been offered then, I I don't think it'll be there next year. Um, I don't think the the money outweighs the risk with Morelos. I think he's played his last season for Rangers. Uh, thank you to Andy. Do you like that teaser? It's good, isn't it's, it? I, it's, um, Give really, me another name. I can't. I'm struggling. Mark. What about you or me, Hignett? No, Middlesbrough. No, 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 no it was Hignett. No, good. 
What's happening here? Do you know, do you know what, did he not sign for Aberdeen? Did he reject Aberdeen? Celtic or Rangers? Oh, what am I talking about? Do you know what I was like? I am so glad you said that because I had that right. <laughs> <Did> right? <you? laughs> we are not saying well in this. You have no idea. It's a good question. Like, you can play along at home as well. You know, Tweet me the answers to, to see how quickly you can get was them. Was Bellin maybe one? No. And if you want to submit a question, the address you need is fulltime at clyde1.com. Michael McEwen sent me that one today. It is a peach. We're looking for four former Old Firm players who are the all time leading English Premier League scorers for their team, for a team mm. out there. Like Dion Dublin is Coventry's all time English Premier League scorer. That's why he's one of the answers. We're still looking for three. Let's speak to Scott, who's a Motherwell fan. Scott, your manager is the manager of the month. Is that pleasing to hear? I take it. Delighted, Gordon. Uh, good evening, Mark and Gordon. Thanks for taking my call. Pleasure. Uh, I, uh, a few weeks ago, sitting at Starks Park, uh, watching what unfolded going out the cup, uh, I think the the consensus between most of the Motherwell fans was this could be the season that we drop. But Kettlewell came in and, you know, took, took charge of what was left for him. Gave it a go. Obviously, changed the the players' attitudes and the formation, and he, he's he's done he's done incredibly well uh, since he's came in, and well worth the contract that he's been given. Uh, when I phoned up and I spoke to the producer, I talked about the the kind of transfers and the recruitment because we, I think, an earlier caller had talked about Ange Postecoglou and his. Involvement in the Celtic recruitment, but I think Stevie Hamill's involvement with the recruitment, and I know a lot of, a lot of supporters are saying, well, the players that are on the park are the same guys that Hamill brought in. Well, I don't think Stevie Hamill was probably responsible for the vast majority of the nine players that came in in the January transfer window because he had other things today. So there must have been a recruitment team in the background that were looking at what we needed, and they've brought them in. And and I think, you know, as much as Stuart Wells worked well with the players, I think he needs he still needs to be congratulated and the, the manager of the yeah. month because he's really turned things around. To be fair, Mark, Stevie Hamill will have had a part to play yeah. in the players that come in, won't he? Of course he would have. I we think... can't batter managers when recruitment goes wrong and then not not give him any credit I know, I know. if it goes well. Yeah, and part of me does feel for Stevie Hamill because I think one of the arguments was that we were making on the show that just after the window you sign these nine players and you've got to have a chance to work with them on the training pitch and put those you know thoughts into practice. And because everything was stacked up against him and results weren't going his way and he, he got injuries to some of the new players right away, didn't get the opportunity. Now, I don't know if they would have been as successful as they were in these past four games uh, mm. that Stuart Keltwell is, but you can't take the credit away. Any club has a recruitment team in place, but the manager mm. also has a say in that, on so a, give him credit. On the manager due. of the month front, Gordon, it was seven mm. points out of nine. I must admit, I didn't know people cared that much about who was manager of the month. I can see lots of... Uh, complaints on Twitter and lots of you know because obviously Ange Postecoglou tends to have a perfect record every month <laughs> that's kind of the way mm-hmm. they, they, they go at the moment but Stuart Kettlewell got the nod for being 7 points out of 9 best start of any Motherwell manager since 1977 um, yeah. he's obviously still unbeaten as well in that game that, that was into March 
there at the weekend. Yeah, um, I can see why they went for Kettlewell. You're you're right, Gordon. Ange Postecoglou is a given. Most months he's he's got a hundred percent record, but for a man to get, get in there and um, he took on a big responsibility, he took on a big job. Mother War struggling, relegation battle. As Scott quite rightly said, I think a lot of Motherwell uh, fans were in the same boat, thought that this could be the year they could go at the Championship. He had to turn it round quickly, and he's now got 10 out of 12 in his last four games. A uh, couple of big games coming up soon. If he can get another you know, few points on the board, I'm sure that everybody can breathe easily in Motherwell. I think he's got Rangers at home, and then Hibs away, probably next two games. Um, so... He's doing a terrific job. Momentum's everything. And on Saturday, it just shows you, when you're getting that, you know, getting the wins, you get the wee rub of the green with the decisions, maybe Ross County the penalty, and then sending off, Van Veen gets his two goals. But they're certainly playing well. A lot of confidence and doing very well now. Okay, all this, I love that. You're just a professional. It's like you can read my mind and you just tee it up nicely. Baldwin has lost his appeal there tonight against that red card. The Ross County decision They appealed mm. it Seeing Lowe serve a three match ban It's ridiculous It's yeah. never a red card No? Nah Not for me It's on the angle I think there's enough cover there um, Given yellow card at the time As I believe yep. And then upgraded to red Referee for me got that right So again It's another appeal That is upheld That I believe I think that's now three That me personally I'm talking about Believe that it should have been overturned Scott quickly What do you think Did Motherwell Get a, a bit fortunate there Or was that the right decision um, I I know it's, You can't You can't You can't judge Where the VR Is going to go You know We, we sit there at Fir Park And we've got absolutely No idea Where the The decision Is going to end up So You know what It's a surprise But ah, it, mm. I don't I don't think it was it was probably a red card It's, it's one I've gone Kind of round in circles on Gordon In the mm. sense that Because this notion Of like clear and obvious it, It's the it's the worst IFAB The people who created VAR It's the worst thing They could have introduced Because It's very hard to get Your head round Was it a clear and obvious Error in the first place To allow the yellow card To be upgraded to red I mean even if you think It is a sending off it's, it, it's certainly debatable I think you can see It's pretty close And then now Obviously the bar to overturn a decision on appeal The bar should be a bit higher So that I'm not necessarily surprised that they failed the appeal But we've seen appeals be successful this season um, What was your take on it? Um, I think it was a difficult one um, I, I, I'm i going I'm going. I thought the referee got it right Wow okay. Yeah I, th I thought it was a red card The strikers union Sort of thing Yeah I think Motherwell Van, Van Veen Is getting a, It doesn't matter How slow or how quick Well yeah. I suppose Here's a way to look at it If Because of the way That Kevin Van Veen Scores for fun In the north of Scotland Anything to him Is an obvious goal Scoring exactly. opportunity Exactly You never thought about that Mark Wilson He's bearing, he's bearing in, in goals So um, I'm not surprised That uh, the referee Changed yeah. it to red uh, Thank you to Scott For giving us his thoughts as a Motherwell fan their manager of the month Michael McEwen who sent the question in is appalled repulsed embarrassed uh, at your Craig Hignett answer I mean I know I wasn't I know. paying attention no, but there it's not even on so many levels no. I'm getting myself tied up with players that play in England rather than what the actual question was that, I'm, I'm lost as to why what that about, was your go-to is there a Southampton ex-Southampton player in there so four players who are Former Old Firm players And they are the all-time record English Premier League goalscorer For their club So like Coventry's Is Dion Dublin 
And he played for Celtic mm-hmm. You only got one so I far. know we're struggling How far back are we going here? For Duca. Yes Mark Wilson I <laughs> like your thinking You're disgusting that Michael I like your thinking How he is you get le- that? He is Leeds, Leeds. All time English Premier League So I take it now Top Two Rangers to go score. Why? I don't know Because it's going to be <sighs> Half and half They're going in there (laughs) (laughs) Anyway We'll get the rest of the answers next Number one For football In Glasgow and the West 0141 951 1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Into the final parts Of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard And a really good teaser tonight I just like it I just like the It's only four answers And it's tough But it's doable It's ticking a lot of boxes For me If you want to send a teaser in It's full time At Clyde1.com I tested this out on a few people today as well So I said Michael McEwen sent it to me I fired mm. it straight in the group chat with my friends I fired it to Andy Halliday He was testing the Harps teammates with it It's been popular right So we're looking for four players Former old firm players Who are the top English Premier League scorer of all time For their club Right mm-hmm. So the first one you gave me was Dion Dublin mm-hmm. at Coventry Then Mark produced Mark Viduka So you've actually got them both so far Oh hold on right? And you. Michael McEwen Who sent me the question Now that I'm about to raise the stakes here I don't know if he realises What he's just offered here um, Michael works at uh, Bunkered You know the golf magazine Yeah Right He's gonna, okay, This We're is right up magazine No oh, For that cynicism <laughs> This offer only applies to you and In fact I think it was aimed at you anyway Because you got the answers oh, Michael says Fair play That Viduka shout was tremendous If he nails the remaining two Unassisted I'll bring him back A master's cap from Augusta Oh, oh. Uh, what, what do you mean cap caps? Is that what you You've not given any right answers yet. I've got one, and actually, I have got one. So I I heard you during the break. He got it. I, no, 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 no. He didn't get it. He did. No, I got it. He just. I don't want to say anything. I'm just going to sit back. Right. I'll if, tell you, you if you want to take this, you can. I'll take tell it. you what. I'll let the only the... name I heard you say in the break was Rod Wallace. No, hold on. <laughs> I'll let the I'll let the listeners um, verify this. I turned around and said. Sutton, right? You said to me Sutton Blackburn. Right, okay. But then and you realised that Shearer played for Blackburn. Right? Then I realised Shearer, and then I went down the road of... You said nothing else I'm after sure that. I'm sure he was played by the Canary, and he shouted <laughs> nah, out that's Norwich. That's, that's Did you shout out line. Norwich? The way it went was you said Sutton. There you go. Uh, the Who conversation ended. We were in silence, and I went, surely someone at Norwich. Then I went, Sutton. That's the way the conversation went. I right. cannot okay. believe it is a team two. effort. It is a team effort. Okay, okay. Am I getting a cap? Uh, you can <laughs> share it one to get a week. A week about. Right. I think you can share it. Um, we'll leave it there. We'll try and get it before the end of the show. So, so you've got Dublin, Coventry, Viduka, Leeds, and Chris Sutton is Norwich's all-time English Premier League goal scorer. I was quite surprised yeah. at that. Ah, that. I mean, I was thinking maybe when I tried it earlier, Timu Puki, but then he's only, is he only one season or something in nah, the, the top flight Sutton with was, Sutton was on fire when he was there. Good team, that Norwich team. Mm. So there we are, right? We'll try and get it by the end. And like I say, full time at Clyde1.com. Send me your answer, uh, your questions in, and we'll try and use them on the show like we did tonight. Doesn't need to be four answers, you know, it can be a bit more than that, it can be something entirely different. Uh, but do send it in. That game that I'm the, the most excited I've been about a League One game in a while. Dumfermland Falkirk in front of more than 9,000 fans has kicked off and it is goalless. So if there's anything to tell you uh, there, I know. I was I was going to go down I was honestly I was going down to Dumbarton I know you were. For the second half Still in Albion tonight And off Frozen uh, yeah. uh, Morton Air United 
as well, of course. Big good game. Well, we're on the subject of manager of the month. I think Dougie Emery won it, didn't he? The championship version uh, up against your former team tonight. Uh, tonight, nothing to really tell you about from that game yet either. Uh, you must be looking forward to tomorrow. Good midweek, that isn't it? Certainly is. Um, I mean, big games when when we talk about Celtic Hearts, Hibs, Rangers. Usually one's on the TV But of course You know No coverage tomorrow night Which may make the atmosphere A wee bit better Inside the grounds Are you going along Mark? I was thinking about going along Yeah Yeah yeah. To have Rangers And yeah. <laughs> I'm only joking Did you realise you've got more chance Of getting a ticket for that <laughs> Than you do for something <laughs> I'm going to Livy again Livy Dundee United By the way That's the kitchen as well What yeah, a You two go along to Livy then Tomorrow night Oh It'll be cold Won't it The Tony Macaroni That car part's a nightmare to go as well Gonna be huge though that isn't it as well. I mean, yeah, uh, of course. I mean, tough we're weekend about for your your old pal Jim Goodwin with all the off. Well, I was going to say off field, uh, the objects that came from off field onto the field. Look, it was never going to be easy for Jim. We, of course, we never condone that. Um, it made it more difficult where the Aberdeen fans were positioned right behind the dugout, so it made it an easy target. But it was. Put your no, phone away. Poor. Put your phone away right now. It's getting too close to the end of the teaser. I'll not get that. Put it away right now. <laughs> All right, sorry. <laughs> you know, who could you possibly uh, be exactly. texting at this? The only one that could get that answer is probably Roger. Anyway, carry on as you were saying about tomorrow. Anyway, I saw a big one for for Jim. Obviously, he'll be desperate to get his first one as a Dundee United manager because remember the clock's ticking down them and the club. Mm. The club going to get relegated if they don't do something. Jim probably won't be offered the job if they don't survive. So every game is crucial. There is no gimmies for him There is no freebies There's no free hits But maybe Just maybe he's facing Livy A, uh, a decent time I was just going to look at their fixture list there Gordon to see what their next few games are But obviously tomorrow night's a real important Right one. come on One more on this teaser Right it's a brilliant question We're looking for four former old firm players Who are the top all time English Premier League scorer For their team You've given me Dublin of Coventry. You've given me Viduka of Leeds. You've given me Sutton of Norwich. Duncan Ferguson. Everton. The no. all-time leading scorer. The all-time leading Scottish scorer in English Premier League history. No, is he not? Not got as many as Romelu Lukaku, I'm afraid. Is he not? No. Oh, give him your other one. I liked that one. Oh, Eagle Austin stats. Nah, Southampton, that's, that's, that's pathetic. Nah, Duncan Ferguson was a good effort, though. Eh? What else are you thinking? Come on, we're nearly out of time. Even just your thought process. Um, I mean, bear in mind, you only get the Augusta cap if I don't uh, give you clues. So I think I'm going to need to give you one, and the cap can stay where it is. Or Michael on, will bring it back for me. What are you thinking? Nah, I'm not thinking. I'm thinking, not thinking. Uh, um, Charlton, somebody like that. No. Jason Yule was Charlton's. No. Was he? Oh, I know an awful lot about top goal scorers in England. Is it somebody a, a smaller club? In the, in Absolutely. But I can't. I, I'm telling switch. you, as soon as I give you a clue, the offer of the the Augusta cap don't take goes. the clue. Just but um, we're nearly out of time. Also, which is there. problematic. We'll be back Thursday. Bin, bin some of the adverts. We'll be uh, buying Thursday. There's no, an Augusta cap up the, for the grabs ones here. That pay your wages. <laughs> and maybe um, not actually play the ads. Nah, I'm I'm needing a clue. I'm struggling. Give me the ah. Goodbye. Wimbledon. No. Goodbye no. to the Augusta cap. Yeah, very green. Yeah, got to be former yeah. Ranger striker. Oh, that's good. I think it's only twelve English Premier League goals. It's very low. He oh. must have played with some team. Hull. Former Ranger striker. He played oh, with Hull. Yelovich. Yelovich. No way. I would never yeah. have got that. 
Keep your cap What a question Tell you what Stick your cap (laughs) (laughs) Oh And that's goodnight From Mark Wilson and Gordon Dale We're back tomorrow With Marvin Bartley And Jim Duffy Because they go head to head In League One on Saturday So we thought we would get them in And three big fixtures To look forward to Make sure you join us